Oh, Chira, you come again with all these your problems. You never listen to me. Hmm. Maybe not listening to you is why my life is actually full of problems. If only there was a way to listen to Anu advice and Chidera problems all the time. Oh, wait. Hey, hey guys. guys. Welcome to the Care Pack. I'm Anu, the talkative. And I'm Chidera, the creative. And we're your hosts. Now, it's time to unpack the Care Package. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Care Package. Okay. It's episode five. Okay, guys. So, you know what your usual, you know, always giving guys tea on what's going on in every way. Well, guys, this week, you know, those movies, White House Down, San Andreas Falls, all those movies, London has fallen. London has fallen. Olympus has fallen. So, guys, this Bro. Week, London has been in the mud. They haven't been in the mud. There's just so much happening. And we know most of you guys here are Americans, so we're going to break it down for everybody here. Okay, so I'm sure the first thing everyone wants us to talk about is uh, Princess Meghan. My baby girl. Meghan Markle. Even though Meghan is only half white, Meghan, to be honest, she's very white passing, so I can't say as words. Meghan is one of the white people that I will always stand up for. She's my baby. She's my babe. Megan is to me what Diana is to my mommy. Yes. <laughs> Girl, so, why, the real question is why does every black mom have a spiritual connection with Diana? When you talk about Diana, like, oh, ah, my know. sister. <laughs> my sister. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what it is, honestly. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, the interview aired yeah. in America on Sunday and it, um, it aired here for Brits on Monday. Um, but obviously by Sunday, everybody already knew the gist. So <laughs> the Castella bust. Let's talk about the main talking points of the interview. The main talking points. I think the first one was the whole thing about how Kate made her cry, like before her wedding. But mm-hmm. the Daily Mail had spun it, so it seemed as if she made Kate cry. Huh. See, I always knew that Kate was bad mind. That's what that was saying. I was saying Kate really does, because I feel like everyone thought, well, well like, Harry's the player, Harry's going to get married. When Meghan came and Black people started calling her a princess, Kate, Kate, Kate's mind went insane. She couldn't see <laughs> again. She was I like, ah, see competition here. I feel like she was very intimidated by her. Not even, like, and also, you guys know, Americans like to do things themselves. So I feel like Meghan coming into the palace with her razzmatazz, Kate was like, hi, what kind of what What kind of person is this? Because Megan even said in the interview, which is a bit dumb, my girl. How can you not do that? She didn't Google Prince Harry before she entered the palace. She didn't know anything about royalty. She didn't know. She was surprised that she had to curtsy to the to the Queen of England. Come on, Megan. Come on. Megan. Come on, Megan. Um, yeah, the reason why I'm saying Kate has always been bad mind is because like Megan has been through a lot, obviously, under the hands of the press. At no point did we ever hear, oh, Kate is taking care of her. Kate is checking up on her. Kate is, like, teaching her what to do. Kate and William just stayed silent while they slandered their brother and his wife. And me, I was just there. Hey, you ever went too far? Even at the wedding, some people looked very blank-faced. On the choir, I was saying, stand by me. They were like, oh, gosh. What's going on here the blacks the blacks the blacks are taking over <laughs> but yeah no i completely agree like 
there was just no like you just kept seeing either Megan defending herself or Harry defending Megan, like which mm. as good. But like I don't know how William, you can sit down that your palace and they're slandering your brother. And you're like, oh, it's okay. It's Harry. He'll take it up. He'll take it. He'll take it up. No, bro. Like that's that's your brother. Before that's any- your brother. And there were just little things. She also said in the end, but I like how in the interview she didn't really slander the queen. She was like, the queen's quite nice. Yeah, very interesting. The queen was lovely. That she gave yeah. her blankets when she was cold. Yes, that was very cute. Another bombshell was um, discussions about what color the baby's skin was going to be. Oh. Now, personally, whoever had this discussion is a bit stupid, frankly, because Megan is half black, but she's very white person. And Harry is like gingers. That's like the whitest of white. <laughs> On what planet would the baby have come out dark? It wouldn't yeah. have happened. I don't know why they were concerned. Yeah, they were just scared because the next thing they know, <laughs> Archie's going to be like, yeah, I'm marrying BC. <laughs> and then, <laughs> you know what? Somebody, said, somebody well, said the queen was doing a punnet squares. <laughs> <laughs> Someone said, once Archie, once they get one black person in there, next thing they know, next generation, they're just going to hear uh, Bisola, Duchess of something, they were like, ah, Nigerians have come. Biso- Nigerians? Nigerians always that We're going to make an appearance. We are. But yeah, I mean, also, one thing Megan spoke about was her mental health and British media. And you know, I actually want to talk about the British media today. Daily <laughs> Mail and The Sun. And The Sun. The sun is actually worse than Daily Mail. Like, I wouldn't even care. Daily Mail sometimes... Really? Is... I think Daily Mail is worse. I think the... Because but... the sun is a tabloid. Like, that's his full purpose. Like, I, I think... think... The reason why I think Daily Mail... Daily Mail is malicious. The yeah. sun, they're just like... They just over-exaggerate everything. Like, I'll be watching Molly May's story, right? That's another one of my Caucasian queens, by the way, for those who are... Yeah, Molly May. Um, <laughs> Molly May will say, oh... um, I had an argument with Tommy. Or Tommy and I argue over... Who gets to sleep on the left side of the bed every night? Just casual. It's a joke. Like obviously, it's not a deep fight. You next year, the next morning, on the sun, Molly May and Tommy having furious arguments every night. <laughs> That's actually very true. That's, actually That's just not what she said. That's so the sun down is just to lie and to over exaggerate, hyperbole. That's their work. But Daily Mail, Daily Mail is the one that will take unflattering pictures of you and put it and talk, talk about how you've gained weight. Daily Mail is malicious. Nah, Daily, Daily Mail is really out of pocket. And I even remember like when Megan first got married because Megan's daddy was invited to the wedding. They now posted a letter she sent to her dad. I say it's like if people forget Megan is an American person. She doesn't, you know, American, small thing, they'll sue you. And she, and then, she sued them for everything that she had. She was like, who the fuck do you people think you are? <laughs> and they had to issue an apology to her because, and because British media required that they had to post that apology in one of their stupid tabloid articles. Like, I just think it'd be so unfair. Like, they'll be like, oh, Kate steps out in a modern chic dress. Megan's holding an avocado. They're like, Megan is capable of fruit models. Like, No, what's the thing about Daily Mail is that they couldn't even say that they weren't being like um, prejudiced because it would be about the same thing. So Kate likes avocados. They talk about how avocados spring, all this cute, cute stuff. Megan, could Megan's pregnancy craving be the lead to world wars, famine? I said, hello, Kate is walking around with her baby bump. 
cradling her baby. They say, oh, Kate is cradling her baby bump affectionately. Megan, why is Megan always seen holding her baby bump? Is it a sign of vanity? I'm like, um... Nah, they just, they just, like, shooting on Megan. I'm like, TBS, like, to that's Megan, it can't be easy. Like, from going from a life where, like, you can literally do anything you want, jet off to anywhere, like, just sitting in a palace all day, just talking to the paintings on the wall, giving me frozen vibes. Like, it can't be easy. And the British media just constantly slating you for every single bloody thing you do. It just doesn't even make sense. Haki, one of my favorite Megan things, or, like, Megan memories, was when she um did that talk at a school and the black guy came on and she's like she's, she's beautiful in it <laughs> she's paying in it um i think all that sh- like a few a couple other shocking things that happened um in the interview obviously the whole thing about the mental health megan said she was trigger warning megan said she was suicidal as in she had suicidal thoughts she was scared to be left alone and she went to them and told them that she needs help and they told her it won't look good on the institution. Who is the institution? What did the British, like, what did they do? I, I genuinely don't know. I see the British monarchy. If, I, if we go into that, yeah, we, we will not, this episode will be too long. I don't even know what they do, to be very honest I, with I you. I actually don't know what they do. Like, I'm not even trying to say it, but like, I know it's government. What's the queen above the government? What does she do? What What does she do? She's like, a figurehead. Figurehead. She anyway, so other things, the fact that they had their security taken away from them and Tyler Perry, as in acrimony, Tyler Perry, as in Madia, Tyler Perry, had to give them housing and security. First of all, that is not what they agreed when they were leaving the royal family. And Harry said it like, oh, they said that, oh, they're taking away their security because there's been a change in status. Cool. But just because there's been a change in status, does that mean that there's been a reduction in threats or risk? He said no. But because there's been a change in status, taking away their security. It doesn't even make sense. Like, just because one day I'm Prince Harry and the next day I'm Harry, doesn't mean I'm not the same person. You get, like, I'm still... Threat level remains the same. Threat level remains the same. They take the two security away from them and they've cut Harry off. That's what I'm saying. Like, no offense to them. Like, I understand Harry stepping down and everything, but like, Harry will always be Prince Harry. Whether he signs it in paper, Harry will always be Prince Harry. And for them to like cut him off and being like, yeah, he's relieved of his royal duty, so he has to be relieved. Like, before anything, Charlie, uh, Harry is your grandson. Like, you're cutting him off because he wants to move on to the next chapter of his life. I just, uh, I don't know. Those guys, hmm, let me not even talk. <laughs> queen is wicked, Sha. Even Camilla, if the queen does stay, Camilla can be a queen. They said she, she's one up of a princess, but she can never be queen Camilla. So you see life. I don't know. But yeah. Uh, oh just, uh, so, the next have- day, yeah. As I said, we started seeing all the reactions. Number one reactor. A best friend. Me, not my best friend. It's not my best friend. It's not my best friend. Maybe it's Chidora's yeah. brother. Megan's best friend. Piers Morgan. <sighs> that man. That man is always... I don't know. I'm... Do you know the thing? Because of all this COVID stuff, I'd almost forgotten that I didn't like him. Because he was very good at questioning my Hancock. He had my Hancock shaking in his boots. Like <laughs> He was very good at asking the right questions and pressuring the government. But you see, this is the problem with men who are never told no in their lives. Like, they just become so bitter. For those of you guys that don't know, the context is that Piers Morgan went out on one date with Meghan. He really liked her. But unfortunately for her, shortly after she met Prince Harry and, you know, they hit it off. And, I mean, he's a prince. Hello. Prince Harry. And so he ghosted her. And if you guys think I'm lying, just Google it. Piers Morgan said this with his own mouth, as in the videos are 
they are there, they are online. He goes to that and he, he's been bitter ever since. And so if that's the reason why he hates Megan, that's just bad belly. Like, what's wrong with you? Hey, it's Nigerian boy mentality. I can't, can't, because I said no, yeah, 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 here calling me fat and ugly before. <laughs> like, I was fine two seconds ago, make it make sense. No, I'm ugly. Do you get that? That's actually the energy that he came on with. And he came on, he's just such a, just behaving like a big baby, like talking about how he doesn't believe her. And I, ITV, because he Good Morning Britain is on ITV. ITV has been running a mental health campaign, right? And so to have somebody who is one of the faces of ITV talk about how somebody has said they're suicidal and you don't believe them. Are you all right? Yes, was just pressed from the beginning. Even before, after that date, he was like, I'm very offended. She didn't invite me to our wedding. Boy, you met me once. Once. He's met Megan once. Once. And do you know the thing? Everybody was... Well, all his co-hosts were indulging him. There's only a couple of guests that called him out, shouted at him, disrespected him. Like that doctor, I think her name is Dr. Shola something. But I don't want to, I don't want to mess it up. But that woman. And then one guy who said, he basically said to him, Piers, we've all sat here and listened to you say all these things. You went on one date with Megan and now you're clearly bitter. I basically told him how it is. Piers Morgan walked off the stage. Good for him. He walked off the stage. And then shortly after we hear... Yes, Morgan has quit. It's good. It's good. No, it's good. He's constantly... I feel like Pierce Morgan, like he said, like Anu said, because of COVID and he was like on some people's necks about the right things, we kind of forget he's a big bastard. But then as COVID started like wearing, not wearing down, but you know, as vaccines started rolling out, and, you know, things started getting a bit clearer. I remember he had a fight with ZZ Mills about something stupid and she was like, I was like, if I'm agreeing with ZZ Mills, guys, there's a problem because... My friends know how much I really do not like that woman. But guys, Piers Morgan is a problem in her. But you know how Megan spoke about the racist nature of the... There was some racism being thrown around in the in the palace. Um, and then Buckingham Palace was like, we're launching, we're launching investigations, blah, 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 blah. And someone said, well, Harry has a racist past as well. Are we going to talk about that? Harry has a racist past. So basically, some pictures emerged of Harry in a Nazi costume. Yeah. And then they were like, are we going to talk about that? We heard uh, there was a video of Harry saying the N-word. I don't I, I don't know. Have but... you seen these videos or is it just hearsay? No, no. I saw it on Twitter. I didn't want to click on it in case virus, you know. Fake news. That's what it is. But yes, guys. I, well, I think, sorry, if those things are true, I think it just shows that, okay, yes, let's assume that Harry has it now evolved. It just shows that the royal family is, I mean, let them not take my red passport. Okay, but speaking about the royal family in general, before they come and, I don't really understand their standing in Britain. Like, I don't understand the whole... I don't understand anything. And me, personally, I think in the next five, ten years, that thing will be extinct. Because I feel like now, more than ever, British people are starting to get a bit more um, accountable. They're like, okay, I'm paying taxes, and they're going straight into Eliza's pockets. What are you guys doing with it? Like, is it that new Range Rover you have? Is that what I'm paying for? Like, I think people are now asking the questions, like, what do they actually, like, do? Like, I have to disagree with you on that. Um, I'm not going to lie. I don't see the monarchy going anywhere anytime soon. Just because a lot of people that are asking questions now are Black people um, and youth people on Twitter. Um, and I've learned the hard way, especially from the UK, multiple times, from Brexit to um, the election, Boris Johnson versus Jeremy Corbyn. 
to this is that social media, especially in the UK, will never ever reflect what is actually going on. The hardcore British youths in Yorkshire and Wiltshire, shout out to you guys. They still love their queen. They love their monarchy. They love the royal family. And a lot of people, I saw a poll, a lot of people don't believe Meghan and Harry. Yeah. Because on Twitter, we're speaking up and black people are speaking up and educate, well, let me not say educated people because even educated people are back in the queen well british people love their monarchy they love their monarchy so i really don't see the monarchy going extinct anytime soon god save the queen and that innit? But, god save the queen and that yes but guys if you don't know international women's day happened this week omg happy international women's day Chilera. you're one of my favorite women oh you're mine okay guys but okay so one thing we have to talk about in light of all this mega and this is this on international women's day the vim everywhere i was like ah, uh-uh. like everybody was like yes i know so many strong women in my life all the girls in my life i'm so thankful for them girls are so strong this 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 uh it was like as the clock struck midnight and the conversation came back before sorry before we even let's stay on international women's day some companies i don't know what made them think that the branding that they did was a good idea especially countries companies in nigeria did you see i can't remember which bank it was they were trying to show that women can be strong as as strong as men that's what they're trying to show so they had like a woman they had dangote for example and they put a wig on him and they say halima dangote she too can. They had Jeff Bezos. They put a wig on him. They say Jennifer Bezos. I be Jessica Bezos. <laughs> she too can. Then Boga King, they tweeted something like, women belong in the kitchen. Full stop. It was clickbait. When you now read the thread, they're now saying nice things about women. I don't know who told them. I don't know who told them that that's the way to do it. I mean, we have to remember the conversation we had about Nigeria. Nigeria is very rooted in the men, men and women's bodies. Men, 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 men. Like, it's only now, like, with all this, like, Bibi Niger and all, like, wigs, selling wigs is actually a legit business now, guys. Like, five million naira for one wig. Like, now you're seeing loads of women CEOs come out, and maybe now they're starting to realize small, but Nigeria is very rooted in that men, men, men. I'm sure it was a man that designed those graphics. I'm so sure. 100%. But yeah, I mean, happy International Women's Day in Arias to yeah. all our women to all the people that listen because i mean women make up majority of people that listen to this podcast so like i mean where would we be without you guys you know we love you Try let's quickly what does being a woman mean to you it means being let's be basic but it means being like wrong even though there are loads of fucking obstacles thrown at you every single day of your life like just little things like when you want to do something and the boy's like let me get it for you it's like no i can't carry it myself you twat but <laughs> I mean, generally, like, I feel like we're getting to the age where we're going to actually be like, me and I know are going on internships this summer, guys. So we're going to be in offices. And obviously, maybe we might, like, experience more challenging obstacles. But there have been loads of little things. Like, you would do something and you get in trouble. But the boy you were doing it with, you get so scoffed. It's like, yeah, this is the first time. Don't worry about it, Tom. Mm, I know all too well about that. <laughs> <laughs> deep-rooted misogyny i think for me 
being a woman, similar to what Chira said, is about thriving despite mm. the obstacles. Because the whole world does not want you to succeed. The whole world wants you to show yourself as somebody that is weak and fragile. Um, and they don't think you should be able to do the things you can do. All these men feel like they're entitled to your body. They disrespect you. They feel like your opinions are not valued. But despite that, like so many strong and powerful women still. Yeah. And today, coincidentally, the day we're recording this is actually Mother's Day. So shout out to my mother. Mm-hmm. Shout out to our mothers. This the best but women the legend i can't go the best women her yeah and i think another thing i love about women is sisterhood yeah. so like i i have a lot of male friends but and i also have a lot of female friends i have a lot of friends but that's not what i'm trying to say <laughs> um my obviously i love my friends who are boys but there's nothing like there's nothing like a relationship between like you know two friends who are girls like girls will literally ride for you they will not like die for you because why are we dying for anybody but girls will ride for you and yeah. i just feel like there's so much support um, yeah like even speaking about people that you're not friends with like you have some situations like i've been seeing loads of videos on my tl like because like when you're in a club and you're in an uncomfortable situation some girl come grab you and be like oh my god hey babe we've been waiting for you at the bar and like take you away from that situation like girls just the unspoken sisterhood the unspoken connection yeah so like we were saying before international women's day everyone was like yeah women in my life loads of hurrah everybody was celebrating the women but once the conversation kind of stayed back to the whole harry megan everyone was so quick to slay megan they were like she's a liar this is this she should have known what she was getting into how don't you know the kind of family you're marrying into this 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 is this she should have spoken up since i was like uh-uh what's what's you people were wait so if one plus one is two and five plus five is ten, mm-hmm. what's going on what? here <laughs> what the fuck is this <laughs> People were saying it was a money grab because they were paid $7 million for that interview. But, I mean, it's Oprah. $7 million. $7 million. When Queen Lizzie has cut them off, they need to take money from, you know, wherever they can get it from. Yeah, the mechanism on suits anymore. They need to, they, the cash needs to flow inside. But yeah, I mean, I don't really understand how people were so quick to change their tune. And it kind of goes back to the whole thing about... Uh, performative active eh? performative activism where you're mm-hmm. you have all this dream on the tl but in the in the in the dms you're acting like a misogynistic bastard like guys if you, in fact i'm not even going to tell you what to do go back to our episode with kitty and listen to that that is going to tell you what to do with your life exactly now we're going to speak about something trigger warning to anybody obviously with yeah, for the rest of the episode it will be trigger warning sexual harassment sexual assault because we feel like you know with everything that's going on this week we kind of have to speak about it so yeah. those of you that don't know there's a girl called sarah everard and i don't know if i pronounce that right but she was walking home from my friend's house at nine she called her boyfriend nine no nine o'clock in the p.m not 1 a.m nine okay. uh, um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I was going to say, the craziest part of the story is that the guy who has been charged for her kidnap and murder is a police officer. Yeah, that is. And that's sinking. Guys, 
and like I know emphasized before, that was nine o'clock. Like, like it's not mid, it's not a stupid hour, it's not a crackhead hour, it's not two, three, four a.m. It is nine o'clock at night. Like, I feel like people don't really understand sometimes how like being a girl is like walking by yourself, even like little things. So if I'm walking, you know how streets have two sides. If I'm walking on one side. And I just see a gathering of boys. Best believe I'm crossing the street and walking on the other side. I my- no dead ass. <laughs> even it doesn't even have to be a gathering. One boy, I'm walking at night, and one boy, one man is walking behind me. I'm crossing. Like there's just been there was even one guy on Twitter that was like, oh, he just likes walking behind women at night and seeing them get scared. He likes the thrill. I was like, if this doesn't scare you, like if this doesn't scare everybody into like trying to understand what goes through our head, I don't know, like. Tell me why I can like I used to live on campus, yeah, and the train station was ten minutes. I used to be scared for my life. Like I had my keys, I had one of those pokey things, I had pepper spray, like I had the whole ass assault keychain. And it's 15 minutes away. Like this, like you just have to, bro. Literally now, at least everyone in my friend group in America has my location at any given point. Even though I'm at home, like, they have my location. And I feel like sometimes, even though girls are always, like, a joke, like, even when some of, like, my guy friends leave, I'll be like, oh, text me and get home, and they're like, why are you so weird? And I'm like, oh, sorry, text me. <laughs> Honestly. And you know what? Pepper spray, because she's in America, is legal. In the UK, pepper spray is not legal. So I know there's a story of a woman who was attacked, and she used pepper spray on the guy who tried to attack her. And she got arrested too because she had pepper spray. So it's very hard. The UK, it's very hard to protect yourself. Because as I said, like, if I'm walking alone at night, I'm walking from my friend's house to mine. It's like five minutes. But I've got my rape alarm. I've got my keys in between my fingers. I'm walking. I'm swinging my keys. I'm holding an umbrella. Everything I can do. Because I'm scared. So if I ask one of my friends to please follow me home, because I don't want to go home by myself, there's a reason for that. I'm not just, I just, I don't, it's not that I want to spend extra time with you. It's that I'm physically scared to go back with myself. Yeah. If I'm telling somebody, text me when you get home, I really mean it because I want to make sure that you've gotten home because I know that even if the journey is two minutes, there's a high chance anything can happen. 97% of women in the UK have been sexually harassed in their lives. 97%. That's, it's just it just baffles me and it's not even like some people's like yeah yes the older spectrum i don't know if you guys remember there was a video going around on the shade bar hey shade room shade bar can't remember but it was of a girl going to school like this girl was like what 12 going to school like just walking and some random guy took her under his hood and walking with her and some girl fought god bless that girl nah, that video upset me so much this girl she, was i don't even think she was up to 12 she's maybe 10 years old bro the girl was crying when the other girl came to her. I was like, yeah, like some random. And it was in broad daylight. Broad fucking daylight, guys. Like I just things like that just scared the hell out of me. And that's why sometimes, like, it may sound like weird, but I'm so thankful for even though the, the friends I have, the boyfriends I have, they're not buff, but working with them, like even in Nigeria, when I'm moving from like motive to motive, I'm just being around them. I feel secure in that sense. Mm. Because there's just been so many times, like, classic example, me and Anu, back in uh, back in Christmas of 30 December, we went to the store, and we just walked into the store, and some guy was freaking catcalling Anu, like, it's it's 9pm, broad daylight. It's 9pm. Is the fact that, because we, let's say we went to this place three times in December, four times. The last time I said I'm not going anymore, because those times, 
each time somebody said something, somebody had an opinion, somebody looked at me funny, like, and people would be like, oh, if you don't want to be looked like, if you don't want to be looked at like that, then don't dress like that. I don't grab. First of all, I can just have I want to dress. And that doesn't mean you're entitled to look at me. I'm dressing for myself. Mm. And second of all, women have worn hijab with full body covering and they've still been assaulted. So so what exactly are you saying? Instead of telling women not to dress a certain way, why don't you tell men to keep their eyes to themselves? Why don't you tell men? They think it's flattery, but it's really not. Like, it's really not. Especially if you're way, 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 way older than me. You can be my father. Do you know that? And this is how you're behaving. I remember one time, actually, Trigger won't tell anything. Me and my friends went to a party here and, you know, like, it's America, it's jam-packed. And I was just dancing on my ones, like, enjoying myself. I was with my friends. And then, like, obviously, it was in mosh pit and some guy was grinding up on me. And then I was like, oh, can you not? And I moved and he kept following me. So one of my friends went to him and, like, shoved him and she was like, he, she said, leave him alone. Leave him? She said, leave her alone. And he was like, nah, man. Like, she's been looking at me funny. This is this. Like, she wants it. And then he was like, I'm not going to ask you again. Leave her alone. And it was only people from our school. So I'm presuming this guy didn't go to our school. And my friend was like, we've told you once. And then people started getting involved. Like, who the fuck are you? This, 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 this. And I remember I was going to the bathroom and he like physically like grabbed me and I screamed. And some random boy on the pong table just punches this guy straight up. And I'm like, okay, God actually bless your life. Like things like that. Like I'm with my, like it just, like it's just such a scary thing. Like you're with your friends, this, this, this. And one guy just thinks he has bloody audacity to just go ham. You're just trying to enjoy your life the same way everybody should be allowed to enjoy their life life but like that's why there was an there was a british mp she kind of said it as a joke that there should be a 6 p.m curfew for men and to be honest like i don't actually think it's a bad idea if they just pick one day of the week every wednesday all men go home at 6 p.m <laughs> see how many women will come outside it's because men will be like oh i like to take walks in the dead of the night i was even talking to my friend he likes to take walks in the dead of the night by himself are you are you a demon are you walking that late first of all are you a demon second <laughs> of all i could never do that you have to understand that privilege i could never ever do that he was saying like her like going outside time ends at 4 p.m but her husband can walk outside to like dead hours of night she was like as a mom that has children to like come back to i have to always be thinking about what's going to you know happen next and i think one thing that got like this conversation like going was not going, but like obviously the Sarah Everard thing. And women were coming out with their stories. And some of the stories I heard, guys, I could have actually cried. But one thing that obviously some men feel like they're being attacked. Everyone's like, men need to do better. And some men were like, what do you mean? It's not all of us. This is this. And some guy perfectly summarized it in a tweet. He was like, I'm 25. And I've had literally maybe one um experience of calling. If I ask any of my friends, my girlfriends that are my age or like 20 or 18 or 25, in fact, 25 and below, if I ask them how many sexual like harassment things have they had in their life, 99% have had 10 Like, even though you feel attacked, we as men need to do better. And that thing just resonated in me. It was like, don't take it as a personal attack. Like, you guys just need to do better. Like, there are just so many little things can do. Like, if we're all at a house and I'm like, guy, 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 follow me home. I'm sorry if the motive is bumping. I just want to get home safely. Like, at least I know if I'm with you, I can be like, ah, this is my man. My man can fight. Like, on my ones, nothing stops 
three men pulling up in a car and carrying me inside. Like no, seriously, like that follow me home thing. Some people will not be thinking that they want to. I want to do something with you. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get in your pants. I'm just trying to get home safe. I'm just trying to get. Home. I'm trying to get home safe. Even like, like, like some like somebody's going to be like, oh my god, that's so cringe. Like if I share my location with you, please look at my location till I get to my house. Like just little things. There are little ways men can. And do. I think sorry before we get into what men can do to help all those men that were saying oh, but not all men. And no 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 It's not about you, homie. It's not. It's not about you. And I'm gonna tell you why. Ninety-seven percent of women in the UK have been sexually harassed. That means all those women, they don't care who you are. Once you see one man, you're afraid because of what you've been through previously. It's enough men that we are scared of all men, if that makes sense, you know? So when people say, oh, it's not all men, logically, we know that. But because of everything that we've been through, we have to see every man as a threat because we can't take chances. So I don't want to hear not all men. Stop it. It's not an attack on your person. If you feel attacked, then you need to reevaluate yourself. Maybe you've been doing something. Point blank, point blank. Like, I don't know, man. Like, just thinking about the little things, like, we experience, like, even going, even, like, when you're shopping, you constantly have to, like, look around, like, is there any guy following me, like, where I'm going? Like, when you go shopping by yourself, little mm. things, like, if you're ordering McDonald's and some guy's getting a bit too close, shifting, like, there's just loads of little things that just, like, rattle us. Especially in a place like Nigeria, where you can be in joggers and a t-shirt, and some man is like... <laughs> Baby girl, baby girl, like... Dude, honestly, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't matter what you're wearing because they'll be saying, you shouldn't have dressed like that. No matter what I'm wearing, it's going to be the same. It's going to be the same. Even that whole, like, when they did a march to stop raping women and they were in the marketplace and they were like, stop touching women. He was like, we must touch. I'm like, the fuck is wrong with you out here? Honestly. Like, oh, I just... So men who are listening to this, I want to know what they can do to make things better. First of all, all those your jokes, rape jokes need to stop. Jokes about sexual harassment, jokes that objectify women. If you hear them, tell them to stop making them. And if you're making them yourself, stop making them. When your friend who's a girl asks you to follow her home, it might be a long journey. It might be tedious. It might be out of your way. But just think about how much you care about that friend. Like that journey, that extra journey should be worth if the person is really your friend it should be worth it because the risk of her going by herself is so much more than you think it is if you see a woman being harassed try and stick up for her even if you don't know her like but make sure you do it in a non-threatening way yeah you know but if you see a woman being harassed yeah like speaking of the um intriguing conversations like you you don't even have to like if it's at night and a woman just like walking on her walls and you see this guy like just go up to her and be like, oh my God, hey babe, like we're waiting for you at the house. Like, let's go home now. Like, I'm just slowly like edge high away from the conversation. Like, mm-hmm. like it, it hurts to say, but like you would have more impact on that situation than me myself. Like I likely get away quicker from that situation if someone was- Another man. Yeah. And even little things like, oh, you boys, just sometimes when you're friends in an Uber and they're calling and they're saying, hmm, this is this, like, pretend to be the girl's boyfriend on the phone and be like, oh, yeah, I just got back from the police station. (laughs) Make sure you have your knife in your bag. (laughs) Yeah. Like, it sounds funny, but little things can literally make it Like, having your friend's location, like, text me when you get home, being on the phone with them while they're walking, like, 
just little things. And like Anu said, that little journey, that little journey can make the whole difference. Make all the difference. I know it might be tedious, especially if you live one way and I live the other way, to walk all that way, walk back to the motive and walk home. But like, you're, you're safer walking by yourself than I am walking by myself. And I just, exactly. and like Anu said, we're friends. You should be able to see me safe. Like You should yeah. want to see me safe. And you should do everything in your part to make sure that I am safe. Yeah. Per. So guys, we're back to our favorite segment, Stranger Things. It's been a while. Like, honestly, sometimes we forget that this segment exists especially when we have loads of guests in the room but you know we're always here for you so most of them are out the tweets are they're all megan and harry related okay so guys stranger things have happened the first tweet says even one ras guy from lecky has four mupol and you tell me a whole prince actually will not have security you're having a laugh Trisha, Trisha. so so people i move around with they'll have they have one car in front one car back full of police are you telling me prince prince ah, prince Archie, forget Archie Seth, Prince Harry, as in the Queen's grandson, the Queen's grandson, is not going to have security. They'll take the piss. Yeah, Absolutely take like a piss. Like the threat level has dropped. They're like, oh, they're not royals. It's okay. No one will attack them again. Before. Mm. Okay. The next one says Oprah clarified every single statement for maximum T. Megan, XYZ. Oprah, XYZ. <laughs> That's how you know somebody like this has to do their job. Yeah, it was like red table talk on steroids, man. Oprah, Oprah, Oprah tried to come, 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 come. Somebody said, and the third tweet says, Tyler Perry and his disheveled wigs and fat suits provided better pr- protection than the royal family. Chop, chop on the guillotine. <laughs> Considering that those many, like those security guys are always standing outside Buckingham Palace and never move, I'm sure they can lend them like five and it won't put a dent in anyone's pocket. You get those guys, they don't have to do anything. All they need is standing. <laughs> yeah, That's the only work. I, I find that very shocking. Like the threat, le- the threat level is still there. Even all these people that, like, yeah, they're taking a break from stardom, they still have their bodyguards, whether they like it or not. It's like, you think because keeping up with the Kardashians is over, Kim Kardashian is just not going to have security again. Oh, makes it don't cool, make sense. <laughs> okay. Right. Anyways, okay, guys, we have come to the end of this episode. You guys know the vibe. Follow us on Instagram at uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Care Package Pod. And guys, just you know, this is London. London fell. Hopefully, they can rebuild themselves because they're doing more <laughs> right now. But yeah, guys, that's all we have for you guys today. Bye. This package has been signed, sealed, and delivered. Thank you.